What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. You can follow me on Instagram at Heroes for Sale. You can also follow me on TikTok, Heroes for Sale. Just go to the link in my Instagram bio. You'll be able to find me everywhere, all over the internet. Uh, on today's episode, I want to talk about second-year cards and what I think about if you should buy them. A question that I do sometimes get on TikTok and on Instagram, but mostly on TikTok because TikTok's a lot of like new users and like new collectors. Um, a lot of the accounts I follow on Instagram or follow me are card accounts, but on TikTok, it's a lot of uh, people who are just people, not like card accounts. So the question I'll get sometimes is like, what card should I get? And my suggestion is always go rookie cards because that card just will always have value. Um, now, and I've been trying to kind of think of why, and there isn't really an exact reason why the rookie card over another card would have value. I mean, it's it's the first card in that rookie year of a player, so like that would be the reason. I mean, it just is like it's just the rookie card. Like, there's no specific reason why, but like. If you're looking for second-year cards, I think there is value in certain players. Like, realistically, if you're looking at second-year cards, you shouldn't be buying anybody who isn't, like, named Mike Trout or Michael Jordan or um, LeBron. And the reason I'm bringing this topic up is actually because a Luka, so the one-of-one from, uh, one one from this year, sold on eBay. And it sold for eight thousand dollars, or well, I think it was seven hundred seven thousand eight hundred dollars. It was graded, and actually, it had like it had a ten and a nine five on everything, except for the centering was an eight, which is crazy. I mean, I it, it's it's really unfortunate that they can't figure out a way to, for I mean for that for the one of one to not be spot checked. I understand there's. 300 different cards on the checklist. There might actually be more. I was just making that number up. I think there's 300. There's probably more. But, like, the fact that they couldn't just, like, print another, print a few sheets, I, you know, actually, I don't know. I guess maybe that's a production kind of question of, like, do you think that they should spot check that type of stuff? Like, do you think that the one of one should be a perfect card when it's being printed? Like, should they print more than one Granted, like, yes, the card, you, you immediately have to take the one card and then the other ones have to get shredded or somehow destroyed because, like, if that were, if there were two one of ones out in the world, that would be worse, I think, than the centering of the card being off. So, like, the Luca card, the centering was off and it was an eight. So that's why, uh, that's why it only got a nine on the, uh, it only had a nine on the, for the grade from BGS. And actually, let me go back to, I'm going to go into my podcast and I'm going to tell you where you can find a episode where I actually talked about this in a little bit more depth. Oh, let me just scroll back here. Wow, it's kind of far back. It was just basically about should you grade cards that are a one of one? Um, let's see. Still going back. Still going back. Um, should, should, uh, Hmm, I don't actually... Oh, yeah, okay, so January, you gotta go back to episode 38, January 15th, I had an episode called NFL Recap, and should you grade a one-of-one? I mean, I guess this card is a good example of, like, why you shouldn't, but at the same time, like, I don't think... Like, someone looking at the card, 
isn't they're gonna see that it's off centered. Um, so I don't think it's not like a sec like the card isn't like a secretly off center. Like it's it got an eight. So it's not like it got like a nine or a nine five, like a, or an eight five. I mean, it got an eight, so like that means obviously the centering was terrible. Um, but so like other players that you could look into for like second or third year cards. So like I had a post and I was looking for it. It was back in October. I looked at the Jordan, like if you're looking for Jordan alternative cards, and I was looking at the pricing of cards i was using fleer as the example because the 86 fleer is considered uh the jordan rookie even though there are some there are some cards from 85 so they were a star so it was an unlicensed product which um actually let me go to my instagram dms and see who i was talking to because i was talking to Somebody who's like a Jordan and a high-end collector, and I want to make sure I give them a shout-out because they've got like a crazy, crazy collection. Um, AK9 Collections, uh, they were posting about like some Jordan star cards, and I think he, they may have bought one that sold on eBay that was a BGS9. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but like I asked them, like why do people consider the 86 Fleer the first rookie and it's because it was the first licensed card because the star card even though it had the uh logos and everything because back then i don't think they used photoshop like that but it has all the logos and everything it just wasn't licensed by the nba so that's why and it's also apparently it was very easily uh counterfeited so that's why psa actually doesn't even grade that card anymore they don't grade the 85 star card um bgs I don't think they do either, but you can find BGS grades. I think PSA, like, there aren't any, I'm pretty sure, for the last last time when I was doing a little bit of research on the card itself. But so back to Jordan, basically. So you can look – I was using, and I used FLIR because just FLIR is just the um, – not, like, standard, but, like, here is how the how, – here's how it breaks down, essentially. So uh, I was looking back in October. So, I mean, these prices actually probably have gone – if I had to guess, they've probably gone up a little bit, but like not so significantly. The percentage is probably about the same where it kind of dies off. So the 87 Fleer, so which would have been Jordan's third year, but second year, second card year, was between 2800 and 3100 So if you go now and you look, those, like I said, those prices are a little, probably a little bit different. Um, but that's where they, that's where it was before. So like, and that's for a PSA 10. So like, if I had to guess, oh shoot, I wish I actually had. Um, I'm looking sold for around 30k. So the PSA 10 has gone up 10k essentially since I came out with this last. Since I came out with this post, and I'd say that means this 87 flare. Actually, let me no. I mean, because then I have to look up all the cards. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you from the post back from October what these cards prices are. So then 88 Fleer PSA 10 goes for 5 to 600 and then the 89 Fleer goes 110 to 150 and then the 90 Fleer goes between 50 and 75. Um now the 88 Fleer actually is a pretty iconic set because it has the Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen cards in it. Um, and those, those are the only rookies of that specific player. So like those cards, and they're also super hard to grade apparently because of the, um, because of the border. So those are some cards where I was looking at them over the summer and they were in like the four to $500 range for the PSA 10 for the Pippin and for the, um, for the Dennis Rodman. So let me actually, I'm going to go to that right now. 
Uh, so yeah, Jordan. So I mean, that's basically how the Jordan cards break out. Essentially, um, they break down. I mean, you're seeing like a pretty significant, like almost you're seeing like a like 10 x it's going down essentially like because it goes from it was around 30 so i'm using these numbers back from october i'm not uh these numbers now are like i said they're different they're they're just different now but so there are only there are only 307 psa 10s for jordans which like i said these are october numbers so these are numbers are probably changed but back then uh there was only 307 so like that is the reasoning for the pricing um for the psa 10 for that card but then like also there i mean there's there's gonna be more of these cards out in the world like but the thing is like now they're over 30 years old so i mean there was that story that i talked about on a different episode where somebody found in a storage locker they actually found seven boxes of the 86 fleer basketball which apparently there's four jordans in each box but the and the PSA ten sells for forty k and then the but the box itself sells for eighty four because the set's ridiculous so like that's pretty cool but so like another <clears throat> another example that I'm gonna pull up on right now is the 2012 Mike Trout PSA ten because the um, 2000 2011 Mike Trout sells for between a thousand to twelve hundred so that's where you're looking for that PSA ten I'm looking at the PSA tens now for the two thousand uh, 2012. I mean, they have the Panini Prism Mike Trout PSA 10, which is 64. Um, that you got Heritage for 2012, which PSA 10 is 350, 400. I'm looking, I'm seeing. Um, let's see if I can find the 2012. I should probably just look up PSA 2012 tops Mike Trout. Um, I'm hoping that the tapping doesn't come through here. So I can't really find an exact. It looks like there's like opening day here. Um, actually, sorry, I'm gonna go to the soul listings. Um, I mean, if Heritage is going for that much, I mean the regular. I don't know which one is which. Like it looks like. It looks like this one would be it, but I don't know. No, I think that one because the 2012. Oh, here it is. So. I mean, actually, not even really too crazy for Mike Trout. Like, if these are the pricing for the 2000, 2012 PSA 10, that means they're like I'm seeing one for 40 sold, one for 35, um, another one for 50. Here's a All Star Game one for 80. Here's another one for 60 All Star Game. I'm thinking maybe the maybe the 2011 there wasn't heritage, so that's why. Uh, Tops Heritage, Mike Trout. I'm thinking there may not have been a Heritage. Tedge. I'm thinking in... Oh, no, there was. Oh, no. Oh, because the Heritage that Mike Trout was in for 2011 was... Was only the Heritage Miners, it looks like. So the first year he was in Heritage was in 2012. So that's why the pricing of that card is higher, I guess. I mean, that's kind of interesting. I don't know exactly why. Hmm. I mean that's kind of inter- that's an interesting little fact. I didn't really know that that the the heritage for him in two- 2012 is actually a little more expensive than I was expecting. Um, but so with like Luca, and I mean if you're buying, so like here's the thing: the Jordans and the Lucas and the Mike Trouts, they're all from different eras, like. The Mike Trout itself, I probably, looking at the pricing of it, I probably wouldn't buy it. Like, if you were to, I would probably maybe buy the Heritage. But 
what you want to do if you are looking into buying these second and third year cards, like you want to find low numbered cards. Like realistically, if you can find one of ones, like that's probably the route you want to take. Obviously, the one ones are going to be kind of expensive. I mean, the Luca was seven thousand dollars for the PSA, or it wasn't a PSA ten; it was a BGS BGS nine for the one of one. Which, if you're looking for a PSA 10 for just the base rookie for Luca. It's around 250 now, but for the 20, 2019, 2020 Luca, I can't imagine that many people have sent any in. But actually, let me just go to eBay and see if any of them have sold because I mean that's kind of maybe interesting here. 2019, oops, not 2029, 2019, uh, Panini, oops, Panini. Prism Basketball, Luca, Luca PSA 10, PSA 10. Sorry, everybody. I should be doing a little bit more. Oh, so I mean, there is some people that are sending these in, which is kind of surprising because when I was looking, I was seeing like hollows and silvers. Um, so a decent amount of these are up on eBay. Actually, not really too many. So there have been a few that have sold. So like, there was a hyper that sold for 128. That was a PSA 10. There was a ruby wave. There was an orange ice. There was a red ice. There was um, a purple wave that sold. And I don't know if there. Let me see if there are any like listed. So there are a few listed here. Um, some more. There's a red ruby. There is a bronze prism. Um, there's a red, white, and blue one. There is a actually I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that because I'm interested to see where this lands for the second year PSA 10 because it's not a silver and that was the thing I was looking at the um, hollow because I think there was a low numbered like no sorry hollows aren't numbered there was a low numbered optic card that I saw that that's what got me interested in looking into it and then when I and I actually wasn't even it was by chance that I stumbled on the Luca card because I was looking up uh, something that I started doing on ebay is i'll actually every day i'm going and looking at high-end cards that are selling like i'll go and i will go to the browse section um and then within the ebay app or you can do this on the internet as well you go to browse and then you scroll down i actually made a tiktok about this um uh, not this specifically but this is how you find it so then you go to sports memorabilia then you go sports trading cards then you go to see all and once that page loads, you go to filter, and then you go to sold, and then I usually filter by, like, 10K is, like, the minimum that I'll look for because, like, realistically, there are, like, there's probably 10 to 20 cards that are selling that are over 10K selling every day on eBay. Um, I know, but this is also a good exercise if you want to, to kind of do a little bit of research on, like, pricing of cards that are like if you want to know between 100 and 200 because like it's something that i like doing i actually just did this for the first time the other day and it's something that i want to do a little bit more going forward is to look at because it also it kind of introduces you to new cards that you might not be looking at because like sure i have like a bunch of saved listings but like i like seeing and learning more about new cards um so i mean you could even go like you could go like 10 to 50, you could go like 50 to 100, you go 20 to 100. I mean, there's no, 
limit to how many how many things you could try. I mean, real. I also used that feature when I was making my, one of my five dollar cards series on uh, TikTok, which I need to get back to because I thought it was a good series, and I was gonna do it every day, and then I kind of stopped doing it one of the days, and I never got back to it. Um, but so it was like one of the things like you can go to the maximum $5 and you can see all the cards that are just selling for $5. Like, and I think it's a good exercise if you are trying to learn more about the market in general, because you can look at these high end cards. Like, and the thing is with that 10 K filter, um, I'm also seeing that tons of national treasures cases are selling for around 10 K. Uh, now, you could also go down to 5K and you'll get like way more cards because the 5 to 10 range, there's a lot more cards that are selling um, in that range. And I'd still consider if you're spending, I mean, eventually soon the LeBron PSA 10 Chrome card is going to get into that 5K. And it's crazy that that card was not considered super high end. And now it's like, I mean, I guess for myself, I consider a card, if it's $5,000, I consider that like a high end card. Um, the other thing, back to kind of my original point about second and third year cards, you could also look into like autographs. Um, it, basically, if you want to be buying these cards, you want to look into like autographs or you want to look into low numbered parallels. Now, I don't have any suggestions about autographs and like where they go. Like, because one of the problems with autographs is that they're sometimes hard to find comps for on eBay. Um, and when you do find comps, there could be scenarios where the price of the card is actually inflated or deflated for whatever reason. Like it could have something to do with the number or if it's numbered or if just like – I don't know. I mean it could just – randomly stuff will happen in the card market that will change prices of cards. So like that, the autograph the autograph market could make a difference if you're looking at second and third year cards. Um, but like low numbered in autographs, that's kind of where you want to look because your typical player, like even Luca, like I'll be interested to see where this PSA 10 sells for. But like if the PSA 10 base rookie is selling for 250, like I can't imagine this car is going to sell for more than a hundred. Like maybe eventually one day, but like. If you're just if you're looking at like the Jordan percentage, like it went from 30k to uh, to like 3,000, so it's a 10 10 minus 10x uh, difference. So like if it's 250, like I'd be surprised if it sells for more than 60 or 70. Like it it may just because Luca cards and I don't there's no predicting and people are starting to get them back. So like this will be the first card may sell for that, but after that I don't see the cards having too too much value. Uh, but that's basically going to be it for this episode today. I hope you enjoyed. Um, reach out to me on Instagram if you have any questions. Reach out to me on TikTok if you have any questions. Uh, and I hope everyone has a phenomenal afternoon or day or evening or week. Whenever you are listening to this episode, thank you very much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.